Hi, I'm Dave. And I'm Paul. And we're going to challenge you to transform your financial future through the principles of the most profitable business in the world, banking. We believe everyone should be involved in two businesses, the business that you're in and the banking business. Everyday people can replicate what bankers have been doing for centuries to leverage capital and build wealth through private lending. Join us as we uncover the truths about money, expose lies and myths, and flip conventional financial advice on its head. Here we go. You get the hat on today. Little role reversal. Oh, with my hat? Okay. Yeah, we just jumped right into it, didn't we? Yeah, we sure Um, did. Yeah. So Paul's commenting, I'm wearing a hat. Yeah, because I just went to the gym and I always wear a hat at the gym because I don't like sweat and hair in my face. So uh, I didn't have time to shower when I got home before we got on here. So got to just throw the hat back on. Yeah. But it looks like you got it. It's a good hat. Yeah. I got it. Yeah. I went and saw Ming yesterday. Got a fresh cut. Yeah. And, uh, yep. She talked about, uh, what she usually talks about bashing a certain political party and <laughs> pretty funny to listen to. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Well, I, I've got a haircut scheduled for Wednesday cause I haven't, I haven't been to the barber all summer because I haven't been a drill all summer, but I got drilled this weekend. So it's time to go get cleaned up finally, but man, it's been, been kind of nice. Gotta say. No, no drill all summer long, but time to get back in. And I, and I got to take my PT test. So I've been jogging the last couple of weeks. That's not, yeah. I, I, I think I have one. I think I have one more. I don't know if the army's going back to like the, the old PT test, you know, push up, sit up, two mile run, which yeah was easier to conduct, obviously, and a lot faster. But uh, they might be going back to that. I'm not, I'm not really sure. But anyway, I think I got one more and then. Eh. Yep. Then you can just let it go. Yeah. 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 I'll probably, I may only have one more after this as well after this weekend. So, so I definitely won't be doing one my last year. That's right. What are you going to do? Kick me out? (laughs) Make me retire? Yeah. Do me any favors. Anyway. So what are we talking about today? Well, let's start with, uh, with something that came up recently with a client that I guess it's worth, it's, it's worth mentioning because maybe we take it for granted that people know this already, or maybe we feel people should know this, but um, if you're not a smoker, if you're a smoker, whatever, we're not going to turn you into a non-smoker unless uh, you know, you're, you're really convinced to do that. But if you're not a smoker, which most clients we work with are not smokers um, and you don't want a tobacco rating, then avoid all nicotine whatsoever prior to your medical exam. If you go out to a party, you're hanging out with some buddies, you go to a wedding, whatever it might be, the night before your medical exam, don't smoke a cigar. Cigars are fine a couple a year, right? In fact, you know, you and I might encourage it. Uh, it's just a social thing. But yeah, yeah, but and it won't affect your rating unless you do that the night before you're gonna go pee in a cup. And they test you for nicotine and yeah, it, uh, it, it pops hot. You're not going to get rid of that rating for a full year at best. Yep. Yeah. I believe most of the companies will say the earliest that they'll relook that is at the policy's anniversary. Yeah. Yeah. And they really don't, I, I don't think they make exceptions for that. Cause I think, no, I don't think they do either. And I think there's some anecdotal evidence or maybe better than anecdotal that, People lie about their tobacco use. 
Yeah, no, I, th- I think so. Um, I mean, it's kind of open to interpretation. Do you use tobacco? Do you not? Some people might consider, well, cigars. No, I don't use tobacco because I don't inhale them. Right? I'm not sucking that into my lungs. Um, but it carries nicotine. That gets into your, your bloodstream. Um, yep. Uh, you know, what about those, the, the pouches, the little, uh, chew the dip in the pouches now, um, that I had one pilot tell me, cause a lot of pilots use dip. Um, man, some of those guys just gut it. At least oh, when God. I was flying I jets, a, they would just, I used to have an instructor pilot oh, John, man. that would, that would just, it was red man. What? And, uh, uh, really? Wow. Yeah. Oh yeah. It was, oh yeah. It wasn't like. It was real man's tobacco. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, make no mistake that that's nicotine. You may not be smoking cigarettes, but that still counts. And that would give you a tobacco rating with the insurance company, which what's so bad about a tobacco rating, Paul? Well, it increases the cost of insurance. Yeah, dramatically. Uh, especially if there's, you know, all, a lot of our policies that we write, a lot of them or most of them have some level of term insurance on them, right? Because they have to, because so much premium is being paid that it has to create a certain level of death benefit relative to that premium paid. And that usually comes in the form of term insurance, which is temporary insurance. Um, but the, the tobacco rating really adds to the cost of that term. Mm-hmm. So, you know, example, I had a client recently that was doing some convertible term um, I can't remember if it was a 10 or 20 year, but it basically more than doubled the cost of the insurance. So I had to, we shrunk the policy so that she could afford the premium. And, yeah. uh, it was just what, it was exactly that situation, like non-smoker, maybe a socially smoker, like every, you know, once a year and it happened to be, Hey, we had a party and I guess I smoked a cigarette or two yeah. or whatever. And there it is. Yeah. So Plan your partying around that. But yeah, when I ran the numbers, it tripled the cost of the term for this client. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, l- luckily, you know, he's he's going to make sure he doesn't do that anymore. And a year from now, we'll go get that removed and we'll go back to a standard or, or maybe even better rating. So. And I had a, I had a, um, a prospective client um, that I guess had really like scheduled, scheduled occasional uh marijuana use i think we mm-hmm. talked about it a while ago but it was just yeah I, I i think i smoke marijuana twice per year yeah okay like like every year two occasions yeah and they're the same every year same occasion every year and birthday and anniversary i don't know something like that right someone's birthday someone's anniversary whatever it is and uh i just thought that was funny i was like you might well from certain companies you regardless marijuana use guaranteed way to get tobacco rates yeah they don't care if it's once per year or you smoke it every day yeah yeah so but so just realize if you have a tobacco rating you can look into getting that removed if you go a year without smoking or or using tobacco or nicotine um go a, a year free you know nicotine free and then go back and try to get that rating removed and uh, I think you'll be surprised at the efficiency of your your policy at that point or how much more death benefit every premium payment buys. Right. So that, to me, not worth it. But, you know, you want to do those things. Hey, 
you've got insurance that says you can do it, right? Yeah, it's all, it's all a trade-off. Tobacco rate, so have at it. Yeah. Yep. I've got a 92-year-old grandfather that, you know, has a breathing uh, a tank, an oxygen tank. He, he rolls around, but he's not going to quit smoking. He's already 92. <laughs> not going to convince him to quit the only thing that brings him any joy in life right. anymore, probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, right near the pure oxygen. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Which probably hopefully. has a sticker on it that says, do not smoke. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure he doesn't smoke with that thing on. That'd be a, yeah. All right. Hold well, on, let me take off the mask and get yeah. a quick puff. Suck it in. Yeah. Like all those people where you live who probably smoke, but then also wear a mask around. They do. Yeah. But. All right. Well, hey, let's jump in. Um, so you had a conversation with somebody recently, and it gave us an idea of you know something we we could elaborate on. Why don't you discuss that? Yeah. So I ran into an old friend, and I don't know if he's a listener or not, uh, but an old classmate from college, and literally been 20, 21 years and changed. Or maybe no, maybe we ran. Into, no, I guess we ran into each other at some point during our careers. But anyway, um, airline pilot now too. And we were talking um, when we linked up this past this past weekend about yeah I, I, I'm totally on board with you know I think you know I don't not a, you know he said not really a fan of the 401k and 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 just qualified plans in general locking my money and separating myself from my money um, you know and the, and I think his comment was and I'm paraphrasing of course I don't put words in his mouth but you know, the thing about infinite banking that I don't that I'm not sure about is I, I don't know if I want to wait so long. And that's kind of where it kind of trailed off. You know, I don't know, was wait for so long for cash value to accumulate, wait so long for the policy to become efficient. We really didn't kind of delve too deep because we were, you know, mixed company and stuff. Um, but anyway, you know, and that's a common theme, right? Where we've talked about it. If you want instant liquidity, if liquidity is your thing, we there are ways that we can design a policy where it is going to give liquid. you that instant liquidity or more li liquidity than maybe your run of the mill whatever but that depends on your financial situation and whether you have the capital to you know infuse into a policy right, uh, right out of the gate if you don't if you're a monthly payer well it's going to take a while to build up that capital and that which is just fine so i think you know his concern uh, while not invalid, um, is just coming from a lack of understanding and of what's possible. Yeah. And the overall idea behind Nelson's concept is this. Don't be afraid to capitalize. Think long range. Don't be afraid to pay a premium, right? So, right. anyway. Yeah, of course, there's going to be some short-term um, you know, leverage you're giving up, right, for the long-term guarantee. So I, I kind of compare it to really anything else in life. If you think short term about anything as opposed to long term, you're going to get perhaps better results in the short term, but you're sacrificing, you know, at the cost of long term results. Like um, you could say health, right? Like uh, you could use steroids right now and get really good results in the next year. But what's the long term cost? of that you know or you could build muscle gradually more slowly without you know any adverse effects um relationships 
you know, you could probably get what you want in a relationship right now. Like me and you, if we were negotiating something, you could probably get what you want without, you know, because you don't want to compromise. You want what you want. And maybe you'll win that battle, but the relationship probably won't be a long-term one. And then what about everything you miss on, you know, just like a marriage, everything you'll miss out later on years down the line because of all those wins you wanted to take right at the beginning and the short-term you know, mindset you had with that. So, you know, play the long game. Yeah. No, yep. Play the long game. And we are building capital over the long term, generationally with purpose, with intent. And, you know, the, the end game is to change the trajectory of an entire line of people that come after us. Right. Just like some of the more famous families in America have done for over a hundred years now. Yeah. Not the Vanderbilts, but you know, some of, the, <laughs> some of those other families. Yeah. Uh, so, and, and that's the idea. Not that they made their money in life insurance or got rich by buying whole life insurance. That's not how they got rich. They got rich in their business, but their other business that they were in and they controlled the banks, right? Mm -hmm. uh, was banking. Right. Right. All those, the Morgans, the Rockefellers, they all had, they were all influential in banking, of course. Everyone wanted their business. And um, they had representatives at the discussion on Jekyll Island about the Federal Reserve and the design of that disaster. Right. Maybe. Like you said, Rockefeller so. was in two businesses, the, the oil business and the banking business. That's right. Just like everybody else should be involved in two businesses. One where you make your money and, and one where you're the banker. Yeah, I think our intro says that. Yeah, I, I doubt anybody ever listens to the intro anymore. I mean, I never listen to intros after listening to no, it a few times. You just to, hit the uh, fast forward 30 seconds and get to the meat. That's right. Yeah, we could maybe we'll change up the intro that. and throw a curveball to everybody to force you to listen to the intro again. Next Ooh. week, the intro is going to have something in there you don't want to miss out on, so don't fast forward. <laughs> <laughs> or even now, go back to the beginning. Maybe we put something in there for you. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. So here's another question I would ask somebody who, I guess you could look at it a couple different ways. Like, well, hey, how about 10 years from now? Or what about 10 years ago? If you would, if you had started this 10 years ago, would you think right now you'd be happy you, you would have done it? You know, with whatever understanding of infinite banking you have and policies and all that. Now, if their answer is yes, then, hey, well... How about, you know, if you're 40, how about your 50-year-old self comes back and talks to you and says, what do you think they would say, do this or not do it? You know, right. and if it's not do it, what else are you doing with your money in the meantime? I think that's a big question. Oh, like the guy that couldn't just get past like paying interest on policy loans or something? <laughs> just didn't yeah. Like, yeah. Just, Sometimes it's an emotional you know, thing. Just, yeah, just emotional. Um, you know, Nelson addresses that, right? There's always a cost of capital. Yep. Whether you take it out of your savings account and pay cash for it, what you have to put a you have to put a value on that money you no longer have use of. Right. So, whether it's ten percent, five percent, fifteen percent, whatever. EVA, right? Um, Economic value add. What chapter is that? That's right. I yeah, I forget, but. You know, it's not a difficult concept to grasp. Like, right. 
Oh, this guy's a genius. Like, yeah, well, you no, can't it's... treat your money as if uh, you, your savings, oh, I've got $10,000 saved up. I'm going to put it somewhere and earn a 1% a return on that money because it's all profit, because it's savings, right? It's not costing me anything I'm earning. Okay, what's the actual cost of that? You're earning 1%, you know? Like, I don't know. I think he uses the example of somebody who buys a piece of equipment, right? And yeah. And they have to determine what's the true cost or earning or rate of return on that equipment. You know, if you're only That's making right. 5%, well, you didn't take the cost of capital into account. You're actually making a lot less than that because your capital could be working, doing something else for you. Or if you had to borrow that from the bank, what, it, what, what would it be charging you? So make sure much yep. more astute um, user of capital. Yeah, there's always that unknown alternative use that maybe if you do a you didn't see b because you were no longer looking because oh i did this and i've done that in the last few years a few times and it's super annoying because I mean, we've talked about this there's always a better opportunity right around the corner generally speaking yeah. if you've got the capital to participate in it right or the intellect or the know-how i guess to to see it as well but yeah. you gotta be looking yeah and we did a, a podcast I don't know, several back talking about the unseen advantages of infinite banking. I think that's what it comes down to a lot. When somebody says, well, I, I don't want to give up that lack of liquidity in the first handful of years. What they're not taking into account is one, the banking process. They're just looking at it as you know, purely numbers. There's no banking process taken into account. And, uh, and they'll never know the opportunities that were not presented to them because they didn't have access to capital. Yeah, that's right. You know, if you can handle all of those the double negatives or triple negatives I just used, you know, you'll you'll never see opportunities that I'm never came your you. way. Yeah, that's right. Right. It's kind of like just like. Go ahead. No, I was going to say it's kind of like. Um, well, you already talked about this, but a a a deliberate workout routine and diet. You know, a lifestyle of of fitness and health which I've, I've ignored for much of my army career. I just happen to have, you know, acceptable genetics that I didn't turn into a- Superior you know, genes, just say it. Right, right. <laughs> and I didn't turn into like a, you know, we go to, you go visit, you go to high school reunions or you go to your college reunion, you see some people, you're like, whoa. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, no, you know, no offense, but, you know, people age at different rates. Uh, but- just like my God, you know the 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 alcohol and the and the cigarettes have caught up. I guess yeah, you know, the you jalapeno poppers when you're drinking alcohol, like that'll that oh, all they're up. so good. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, you know, thinking thinking long range of you know, I want to be you know one of the the biggest benefits to an elderly person is directly correlated to their level of physical f activity during their lifetime. Do they just do they keep up with it? Um, you know, there's a lot of data that, you know, they don't have trouble stepping up, up a step. It's coming down in those, those, those muscles that just atrophy over time after age, they start to atrophy at age 50, age 60, and, and they never get it back because yeah. they've, they've become, you know, stationary and stagnant. Um, but if you've put in the work over a lifetime and you're, you know, you're a, not a, a gym rat, that's not the right word, but you, you care about your, your health yeah. and he cares about how his hair looks and his fingernails and all these things, right? Yeah, he's, Dave's a very well, you know, well put together guy, right? But that's all purposeful. Play good. And it, yeah, 
That's right. But that's all purposeful, right? There's, there's, there's an, you want to be as long, he wants to be around as long as possible. So he can see, you know, the work that he's put in over his lifetime has, you know, created this, this legacy of learning and this legacy of, hey, we're all, we have a family banking system. Um, but if you can't see that because you're focused on tomorrow, you've got to be focused on 10 years from now, 20 years from now. Your yeah. Children, the next, their children, the next generation. And that, not that you have to have heirs to do IBC and that's the only reason to do it. That's our right. reason to do it. Yeah, but it's there's so much unseen, and I want to hit on that point a little more because when somebody all they see is the numbers, and oh, I'm 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 I've got a lack of liquidity in the first handful of years because my capital there's a negative rate of return, right? You're buying permanent no life question. insurance, you're building a business, you're building a second business, a banking business, so there's a cost to that initially. Right. It's going to be recaptured, no doubt, but it's a long term play. It's kind of like it makes me think of. Like, you know, I've, I've been in paid coaching groups before, like paid mastermind groups. And, you know, I'm like, oh, I got to pay all this money. I got to fly out to California and go to this conference when I was doing real estate investing and that kind of stuff. What I didn't see before I went was the relationships and the opportunities that were going to come from those relationships over the years. I mean, some of those relationships I still have years later and I've made more than made my money back from that conference fee yep. just by flying out there, making connections um, or getting a, a good idea, you know, one or two really solid ideas that, that over time have more than made my money back for me. But I, there's no way to foresee that happening before you actually take the, take the steps to do it. So don't be captured and be thrown off track because of only what you see. There are things you can't see until you're doing it um, that are there, like like opportunities for those who are well capitalized. Yeah, I mean the IBC network is fantastic. You know, there's it just, really is. I mean, this network is phenomenal, right? All phenomenal. The, yeah, phenomenal agents. You know, we're in a little mastermind group that we, I guess, host our you know amongst ourselves, right, with a bunch of great guys, um, you know, who are who are you know, kicking butt in the space and just they're honest and, uh, man, we all make each other better. You know, you can, we've got new guys, we've got guys that have been in the business a while, you know, we we're fairly junior in the business, relatively speaking. Right. And young. In the and business. young. There's, you know, yeah. Just no, our age. No question. Like, that, so just throw that plug out there, man. Like if you want to get into this business and you're young, like in your thirties, like get in the business because, you go to these, you see all these agents. Most agents are 50 or older. Easy. So easy, right? So we are, we're actually on the young end. So if you want to feel young and you're in your early 40s, yeah, get into this business because <laughs> it definitely makes you feel younger. You know, that, and a lot of people do express interest in getting into, um, the infinite banking concept, you know, I guess sales business for as life insurance agents. Um, you know, it's, uh, I'll tell you what, there's some free chicken for everybody. And I, I really hate that saying. I don't know why I said that. Yeah, but, you say it all the time. It's like, it's like saying too easy. It used to like annoy me when people would say, say it. I some free chicken. Like, <laughs> okay, here comes some brilliance coming out of your mouth. It's like... There's a couple of dudes in particular. It's just like, oh my God. Yeah, you can say, uh, thanks for the warning. Now I know I don't need to listen. Yeah, 
Yeah, I'm now in screensaver mode. Yeah. Um, but if you're, you know, if you're, you have to you gotta be dedicated. One, you have to be paying high premium relative to your income. If you yeah. are not, this is not for you. Yeah, or you're just, you get in what you, you get out what you put in, I That's guess right. is another way to say it. Like if you just want to go to the gym and, and do arm curls three days a week and never, never hit the legs or the chest or the back, or you just do the front, right? Chest and, and arms. Yeah. And never do your back. You're going to get out what you put in, which, yep. you know, it's uh can't ignore that back. Same in everything, everything you yep. do in life. Yeah. But anyway, it takes a high level of dedication, time, knowledge, study, you know, think of the, I guess for anything, right? Think of the best people, you know, doing whatever it is and what it took them to get there. You look at who's the, you know, the best athlete, the best free throw shooter, or the best three point shooter, you know, Steph Curry comes to mind today, right? He can, I mean, make 50 in a row from, from three point range in practice. You know, it's yeah thousands and tens or hundreds of thousands of shots over his career, right? Just practice, practice, practice. And, um, likewise, you know, the level of dedication it takes to, to keep up in this business and to be, you know, to service your clients. So anyway, people want to get into it. It's great. I highly encourage it, but just know, you know, know what you're getting into. It's not a, it's not a hobby. No, no. At some point I had some business coaches in the beginning, you know, they said at some point you got to make the choice to, to go full time or not, not do it at all. Yeah. So it doesn't mean you got to jump in full time. Just like any business that you're building, you may build it on the side. You don't want to put your family at risk by just, you know, making a, a rash decision and jumping in full time. Cause then that's how I make the, the biggest splash. Well, it could be that case for some people, maybe, you know, very rarely, but, um, yeah, eventually you got to go full time or else you're just yep. dabbling. You're a hobbyist and yeah. nobody out there looking to work with somebody putting a, an IBC plan together for them and teaching them this, this concept is looking for somebody who just does this as a hobby. Yeah, that that's right. That's right. I think, um, you know, obviously everyone knows that I do this part time, I guess. But I would say this is this is not a hobby. This is a obviously I take this very seriously and uh I'm probably more the exception than the rule, I guess. Yeah, I think what you do is pretty difficult, you know, working full time active duty army. Dude, I got my first uh client meeting tomorrow with the with the um the green card holder actually, tomorrow morning at five thirty. So oh, really? I have an open window on my calendar for 5.30 in the morning. Really? It's the first time someone selected. I was like, yes! <laughs> so you're East Coast time. So is this guy East Coast as well? He's East Coast. Yeah, he's okay. in, he's in uh, I think, Jersey or something. But Oh, that's right. But anyway, I, I offer that time because it's easier for me. I get up, have my coffee, yeah, and take a nice morning meeting and uh, before the kids are out of bed. And then I can get in. It doesn't disturb me at night. I'd rather do morning meetings than evening. Oh, for sure. Time. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's what it takes. You know, when you retire, you can take that block off of your calendar and you can start your day at 9 a.m. if you want. I'll probably start earlier than that. I'm an army guy, so. Yeah. You know. Yeah, you don't sleep. Don't sleep. Sleep is for the week. I'll sleep when I'm dead. Well, guess, that's right. guess what? You'll be a dead lot sooner than me because you don't sleep. Yeah. yeah. That's what I would it's tell all those good. guys. Yeah. I do get my sleep, though. Yeah. Most, most of the time. Anyway, is that it? What else yeah, we got? I mean, it's it's really think long term, and 
And that's one of the basic tenets of infinite banking is think long-term. Don't be afraid to capitalize. Think long-term. Usually the reason people are afraid to capitalize is because they're not thinking long-term. So I think that's the most important one is think long-term. Yeah. And I think they get stuck on product and not process. Sure. Yep. You know, if you don't, if you understand, if you understand IBC, you're going to be, you're going to pay high premium relative to your income. Yeah. You're going to. And all for all of you people out there that God bless you, you're probably not listening anyway, because you're just not listening. But the people that say, oh, I, get, I understand it. Not, or I, oh, no, my, my friend does IBC. He's a life insurance agent. Well, no, he doesn't because he would have told you about it already. Yeah. Because it's that, because it's that good. It's that good of a process. It's that good of a mindset. Um, so no, you, you don't get it. We hope you do. It'll be, it'll be, be awesome. But well, that's why we do um, this podcast. So you do get it, but also encourage you to go back to the book, becoming your own banker. Check it yeah. out. Yeah. I, some people don't like that book. Okay, pick up the case for IBC or how privatized banking really works or building a warehouse of wealth. Yep. Right there. I mean, yeah. uh, but I, I'll be honest with you, Dave, you know, plug for, for Nelson, of course, and the Institute. I can't, I, can't get, I can't pick this up enough and just pull out a couple of pages and just reread it. Yeah. Um, it, I always get something out of it. Yeah, me too. And you can tell when somebody hasn't read it. But yes. I'll always go back to, have you read the book? No, I haven't. You know, I, I haven't had the time. It's 92 pages. If you don't have three hours to carve out in the next two weeks, uh, so everybody I'll tell, has the time. Yeah, I always use this when I'm talking, when people tell me that. And I, I bring up an example of my wife who, you know, when, when we met in Afghanistan, Tammy had two kids in diapers, was a full-time student getting her graduate degree in nursing. When you and I met in Afghanistan. Yes, and two kids and diapers. Yep. Yeah. And she was doing the major school, you know, ILE in the Army, CGSC, right? She was doing that distance A learning. Yeah, ACSC. All Air Force. simultaneously. That's by ridiculous. That's a lot. So these, you know, if you're a, you know, you come to me and, or Dave is a single dude with no kids and, you know, whatever, you're like, oh, I don't time to read it. Like, you got time. You got time. You just. You got nothing but time. You got nothing God, but time. You know, God bless you. You have nothing yeah. but time. Wait till you have a, wait till you have a family and tell me. But, uh, you know, my case, like, are you even, are you even a dad? You only have two kids. Who, me? Yeah. Like, get back to me when you got at least six. Well, I think I'm kidding. if you only have one, you know, you know, who's doing everything like who, who peed all over the seat? Like, you know who <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, there's no guessing. It's like, and of course, me, I, I, I only have one boy, so I know who it is. I've right? got this. So I've got this remote in my office. I mean, not remote, this uh, phone charger in my office. Oh, and it gets taken, right? And I've threatened their lives. Everybody in this house, if anybody steps foot in my office and takes my phone charger out, I'm coming for you. And guess what? The next week, phone charger was gone. Nobody took it. Yep. Not a single We've person took it, right? It just it just disappeared. Yeah. So Yeah, I usually just split the blame 50-50 and make you know, you know, I just make it equal. I just, yeah. It's one of y'all. I just punish know. I'm gonna punish all of you until somebody fesses up or you guys decide who's taking the blame this time. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny. Yep. Yeah. I'm glad we have the same problems. That's that's good. We're not uh, alone, man. The more I, I talk to parents, it's like we all have the same issues. Yep. Nope. Like, no question. And the more I, you know, kind of hang out with other people too, is 
um, I realize how not awful my kids are. They're actually pretty awesome. Yeah, uh, you're right. I mean, so yeah, I, I love my kids, man. They're they're a joy. In fact, I can't wait to have dinner and then go to the pool because now I got some little oh, girls who actually get excited about going to the pool. My boys are too old now, you know. Right. It's kind of like I got to drag them to the pool to, but then they get there and they have fun. But the right, little girls, of course. like, let's go, let's go. Yeah. So well, enjoy every minute, man. And yeah. uh, so, bottom line from this episode, everybody, think long range. Don't be afraid to capitalize. Process over product. Yep. And is your uh, your ten year older self gonna thank you for starting this today or not? You know, look forward ten years, and uh, I I have no doubt that that person is gonna thank you for doing this. So, one hundred percent. Yeah. All right, everybody. We'll talk to you next week. And until then, control your capital. Or somebody else will. Hey, thanks for listening, everybody. If you'd like to have a conversation with us to see how you can become your own banker, or if you have any questions or topics you'd like us to tackle on a future episode, please send us an email to David and Paul at theibcguys.com. And subscribe and leave us a review if you're on Apple. Follow and leave us a five-star review if you're on Spotify. And please share this with your friends. We'll see you next week.